Hallelujah. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision. And hopefully, you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. morning god bless you amen, amen. say to your neighbor peace to you peace to your house and peace to all that you have in the mighty name of jesus i'm going to take as i don't usually do this but i've got to do it today because we've been reading all scriptures on friday saturday i'm going to take three portions of scripture Two from the Old Testament and one from New, and then continue with our discourse on the unsearchable riches of Christ. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. These texts of scripture are carefully chosen so that you can know what is available for you and now you can strategically position yourself so that the life of struggle and stress and labor and toiling will come to an end. Amen. Now you begin to do what you love. And then love what you do. That you now wake up grudgingly every morning praying for deliverance. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. Ready? Read. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he has no sorrow with it. Read it one more time. I want you to read it one more time. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and has no sorrow with it. So if, it's, if a person is then rich and his life is full of sorrow, you know there's another source. Yes. That's not the Lord. Do you know you can be rich and not blessed? so many rich people in the world if they can open their life to you you will not envy them for a second uh, David said I was envious when I saw the prosperity of the wicked until I went into the sanctuary and I saw their end that they were standing in slippery places Read that scripture one more time. Proverbs 10, 22. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich 
and he has no sorrow with it. Ecclesiastes 2.26, ready, read. For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight. Stop. So there are two kinds of men on the face of the earth. The one that is good in the sight of the Lord and the one that is not good. Is it okay? Okay. And both are going to get their just reward. Okay? Read that scripture again. For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight, but to the sinner he gives the work of gathering and collecting that he may give it to him who is good before God. If you read that portion of scripture in Yoruba language, it says, and you think he shares poverty. He shares gathering and collecting and not eating out of it. You labor and labor and labor and heap up and bam, one sickness strikes. They hang your foot up. They are passing. If it's drip, it's okay. They pass rubber. What the, what the, I don't know. They pass it through your nose. That's the way you eat. And then everything you enjoy, they say you can't eat anymore. No milk. No sugar. And then you have cousins like diabetes living with you. Blood pressure, they move in. Uh, there are others who. <laughs> so you now use what you have gathered. And you go to the doctor who is good in the sight of God. but it's going to take your money. <laughs> now, I'm not saying the righteous does not have moments of going through affliction, suffering. After all, prophet Isaiah was sick. But I'm saying generally, which type of man are you? The one who is good or that is good in the sight of God and the one that's an abomination unto the Lord. Two kings appeared before Elisha. Jehoshaphat and who? Ahab. They were looking for divine direction. Instinctively, Elisha knew he must, uh, he must be Jehoshaphat that has pushed this nuisance of a king to come. Because he has palace prophets. And you know they were all prophesying the same thing. Remember Micaiah the son of Himla also. But Elisha told the king of Israel. Is that before Jehoshaphat king of Judah is here. I will not even recognize your presence. I will ask you to go and consult the gods of your fathers. But there are men who when they step into your life, heaven opens. Like my tires. 
Do you understand me? Heaven opens. The Spirit of God will begin to give direction, instruction. And the unusual will begin to happen. What type of man are you? Maybe I should ask, what type of a Christian are you? The last text of scripture from the New Testament, Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 8. Thank you. Ephesians 3, 8. Ready? Read. This is Paul's writing. To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. What was given him? I cannot hear you. What was given to Paul? Was Paul educated? He studied law under Gamaliel. He was Hebrew of the Hebrews. Concerning the law, blameless. Concerning zeal, it demonstrated by persecuting the church. He said, all these things I can't bet down because I'm looking for something else. And because he was looking for him, he got grace. He got grace to preach what? One third of the church is speaking. Can you preach what you don't understand? In no time they will know that you are at best a parrot. Hmm? Who can quote somebody else? Grace was given to the least. In fact, he said it, is, it, it, it did not even qualify to be called the least of the saints. And grace was given to him to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. Brothers and sisters, sons and daughters in the faith, that suggests something to me. That what is not seen by men can be seen by some. And what is not understood by some, can be, by all, can be understood by some. That if God will open and enlighten your eyes of understanding, you will not be in a rat race with anybody because you are not a rat. That these things, the riches of Christ are unsearchable because Adam blew it in the garden. And you read scriptures like Deuteronomy 29, 29 that says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us and our children for some time, forever. That we might do all the works of this law. You read in Proverbs 25 verse number 2. It says, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter. He had hidden the riches of Christ. Concealed it from the eyes of men. Because 
of the rebellion in the garden, everything that God gave mankind was turned over to a thief who became the owner and boasted to Jesus when he took him to the highest mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of this world and their glory and their wealth. He said, this has been given to me. No, you stole it. This has been given to me and to whosoever I will, I'll give. On one condition, worship me. Bow down before me and worship and it will be yours. I know this is what you came for. I said, I will get it, but not your way. Get thee behind me, Satan. Oh, there are two sources of wealth and riches on the face of the earth. For this reason, it is very important that everyone whose eyes of understanding will be enlightened so as to access the true riches and the unsearchable riches of Christ must know what source you are connected to. There is a big difference between the Godhead and the gold head. <laughs> In the days of Nebuchadnezzar, I don't have time to go into every chapter and verse. I will give it to you. You can study also. A dream was showed to him. Daniel interpreted the dream. He decided to actualize the dream. And he built a golden statue, perhaps one of the highest that was anyone could build back then, and put it on the plains of Dura, and commanded everyone in government, the satraps, the, everybody must come to the dedication of this golden statue. That day, humanity transferred their worship to gold. Except three unusual Hebrew boys. The Bible says in Psalm 135 and Psalm 115 that the idols of the nations are silver and gold. And mentioned seven areas of the worshippers of gold that will be paralyzed. Even the natural abilities given to them. That's why they get so much wealth. They die so young. They have eyes. They can, they can only see gold. They can see true riches. They have ears. They can only hear voice noises. They can't hear the voice. They have mouth. They speak perverse things because there's no new tongue. They have hands. They can handle. They have feet. They can walk. They have throat, they can mutter. They have nose, they can smell, etc. All the abilities, God-given abilities will be paralyzed so that everything they have will come from the God of gold. And when he finishes with them, he dumps them and takes another. Tell your neighbor, don't confuse gold with God. And don't confuse the Godhead with gold head. Or the head of gold. 
Are there consequences for worshipping the God of gold? It's called the handwriting on the wall. Give me Daniel chapter 5. Many people can say it. 2019 is a year of heavy casualties. But guess what is going to start from the church? Daniel chapter number 5. You wonder who I was beckoning to. Okay. If Esther is standing somewhere and you don't hold the scepter, ushers can kill her. <laughs> Daniel chapter 5. Belshazzar the king made a great feast for a thousand of his lords and drank wine in the presence of the thousand. While he tasted the wine, Belshazzar gave the command to bring the gold and silver vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple which had been in Jerusalem. Stop there. Go to chapter 4 for me. Stop here. I'll come back. Go to chapter 4. This is what happens when you do not transmit the values and your legacy to the next generation. Because somehow we might find Nebuchadnezzar in heaven. Nebuchadnezzar the king to all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth. Peace be multiplied to you. I thought it good to declare the signs and wonders that the most high God has worked for me. How great are his signs. How mighty his wonders. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And his dominion is from generation to generation. This is Nebuchadnezzar. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at rest in my house and flourishing in my palace. I saw a dream which made me afraid and the thoughts of my bed and the visions of my head troubled me. Therefore I issued a decree to bring in all the wise men of Babylon before me that they might make known to me the interpretation of the dream. Then the magicians, the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers came in, and I told them the dream, but they did not make known to me its interpretation. But at last, somebody say at last. Yeah. What type of Christian are you? But at last, Daniel came before me. His name is Belteshazzar, according to the name of my God. In him is the spirit of the holy God. Even the ungodly know the difference. Yes, and I told the dream before him saying, Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians, because I know that the spirit of the Holy God is in you and no secret troubles you. Explain to me the visions of my dream that I have seen and it's its interpretation. So this happened in the lifetime of Nebuchadnezzar. But it did not Communicate what is sent to the whole world effectively to his son. So that his son will know there is a God in heavens that will make you a monkey and a chimpanzee and give you the heart of a beast to be misbehaving. Until you know that heavens rule, that God rules in the affairs of men and gives it to whosoever he wills. Well, When you don't transmit values to your children, that's what happens. We are one generation away from idolatry. Go back to chapter 5 now. Daniel chapter 5. Give me verse 1. Thank you. Belshazzar, the king, made a great feast for a thousand of his lords. And drank wine in the presence of the thousands. Cheers, cheers, 
Cheers, everybody. Cheers. I'm sure he had a golden cup in his hand. Cheers, cheers, cheers. While he tasted the wine, Belshazzar gave the command to bring the gold and silver vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple which had been in Jerusalem. That the king and his lords, his wives and his concubines might drink from them. Ah, and God will keep his property. <laughs> Whether the property is in Babylon or it's in Zion. He watches over his own. He allowed them to be taken. None of them will be destroyed or corrupted. Until he brings them back when he finds the right person. Uh, because from Abraham to David, 14 generations. From David to captivity, 14, from captivity to Christ, 14 generations. And there are people in between and amongst that amounted to nothing. They were spectators. They were in stakeholders. Yes, the valley system was not transmitted to Belshazzar, but his mother, remember what happened to her husband. Yeah. Let's read on. Then they brought the gold vessels that had been taken from the temple of the house of God, which had been in Jerusalem, and the king and his lords, his wives and his concubines drank from them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and silver. Bronze and iron, wood and stone, and God will not have a competition. No way, not what, what He created. Because yeah. the purpose of gold is to worship Him. Mm-hmm. That's all. And when man now transfer their worship to gold, both the one who transfer and what is transferred to will be dealt with by God. Yeah. And for this uh, infraction, he did not send angels to go and slap him like it was done to Herod. It wasn't done. God disgraced him publicly. You know why? He was not old enough to be pulling in public for Daria to hit him. <laughs> and everywhere was smelling. And water was coming from, they could see it. Why? Let's look. In the same hour, the fingers of a man's hand appeared and wrote opposite the lampstand of the plaster of the world of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Our then the king's countenance changed and his thoughts troubled him. So that the joints of his heave were losing. Go and read it in order. Inter- so he had diarrhea. In public. The joints of his heave were losing and his knees knocked against each other. Oh, the K leg. Do you understand? All of a sudden. The king cried aloud to bring in the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. The king spoke, saying to the wise men of Babylon, Whoever is this writing and tells me his interpretation shall be clothed with purple and have a chain of gold around his neck, and he shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Now all the king's wise men came, but they could not read the writing or make known to the king its interpretation. 
Then King Belshazzar was greatly troubled. His countenance was changed. His lords were astonished. Party ended in disarray. The queen, because of the words of the king and his lords, came to the banquet hall. The queen spoke, saying, O king, live forever. No, you are dying tonight. You idiots, Kaliwag. O king, live forever. Do not let your thoughts trouble you, nor let your countenance change. There is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy God. May such men spring forth in Nigeria. Not those who harbor mammon in their hearts and greed and covetousness and pretend to be serving God. They serve gold. There is a man in your kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy God. And in the days of your father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods were found in him. And King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father, the king, made him chief of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. In as much as an excellent spirit, knowledge, who, what does God give to a man who is good in his sight? If it's given to you, you have it. If you don't have it, you struggle. You will know what to do. You will try every trade. It's called try and error. You try this one, you try that one. You have four MBAs. Are you confused? And they, you know, they gladly announce it to you. I have four MBAs. So what? So where's the, where's the proof? Where, where's the result? <laughs> It's not wrong. I value education, and I think we should spend more to educate our people. Uh, human capital development is critical. I'm not downplaying that at all. But I'm just saying, so how do you send all your children to university and they are presided by those who could not even read or write? And can I read whatever you present before them? Can't you see God is pointing to something else? In as much as an excellent spirit, knowledge, understanding, interpreting dreams, solving riddles, and explaining enigmas were found in this Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let Daniel be called, and he will give the interpretation. I thought the king commanded all magicians to come. He commanded all the wise men to come. Daniel said, I'm not in their class. So when you are not always invited to their party, don't worry. When they need what you carry, they will look for you. They themselves will be looking for you everywhere. That's right. Just be patient. And do you get my point? Yes, sir. Be patient. Your time is coming. Amen. Then Daniel was brought in before the king. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Are you that Daniel? You see? I can show you chapter 3, what, what, I can show you chapter 2, what his father said about, his father prostrated before Daniel. And here comes, uh, uh, I'm trying to behave myself because if I say fool now, people will be offended. And if I say idiot, they'll be angry. And if I say nikompu, they may not come to church anymore. So I'm, I'm trying to choose my words. 
Give me my scripture back. Then Daniel was brought in before the king. The king spoke and said to him, Are you that Daniel who is one of the captives from Judah? And it's about bad job. I left him. Whom my father, the king, brought from Judah. I've heard of you that the spirit of God is in you and the light and understanding and excellent wisdom are found in you. Now the wise men, the astrologers have been brought in before me that they should read this writing and make known to me his interpretation. But they could not give the interpretation of the thing. And I've heard of you that you can give interpretations and explain enigmas. Now if you can read the writing and make known to me his interpretation, you shall be clothed with purple and have... A chain of gold. If you can use your influence to get me votes, I'll give you a jet. But whenever we need a jet for dirty jobs, we'll also collect it from you. I'll give you a chain of gold around your neck, and you shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Here comes Daniel. May God raise his type. And Daniel answered and said before the king, Let your gifts be for yourself. You know, when you see the likes of Daniel, you think they're arrogant. No, they know their source. It's not arrogant. Let your gift be for yourself. And give your rewards to another. One Paul around. Everyone in this FN. Everyone in FM. They are somewhere. Oh, collect them. Yet I will read the writing to the king and make known to him the interpretation. So your kingdom is weighed on the balance. You are found wanting. You are dying tonight. That's the meaning of what is right. Are you that Daniel? Daniel knew the difference between God and God. Do you know? Number two, for you to access through riches, you must not confuse God with mammon. I'm using a different uh, uh, phrase now. Matthew 6, 24. For you to access through riches, you must not confuse God with mammon. Matthew 6, 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Oh, Lord, we don't serve mammon in this place. Oh, God, you are the one we have been calling day and night. Oh, God, we don't compromise our values. We thank you. Next verse. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry. Are you worried about your finances? You are worshiping mammon. Hello. (laughs) Pastor, you don't really know what we are going through. They've said they would eject us and pack our load out. I suffered that before. I didn't bow. (laughs) 
My car, the engine knocked. Ask Mrs. B. I was knocked too, but we didn't tell anybody. It knocked. We are going about in J5 bus. The generator in the house knocked. God still remains God. We didn't compromise our values. There was no 500 naira to pay Bumi school fees. But God had gone ahead of us to make a provision. We kept quiet. You understand me? Because he told us he can only fill an empty vessel. If you are going to gain insight and, and revelation into uh, unsearchable riches, it would take you to the fourth Jabok and empty you there so that it can fill you. And if anybody says, how do you come by this? Say, can't you see for yourself that this is beyond me? This is God Almighty. I want you for a second to imagine my height, my weight, my entire stature, and put me beside the citadel. You must be a fool to praise me. There's somebody else responsible. Do you understand me? <laughs> Do you understand this? I mean, <laughs> even this one pillar, if they put me by his side, <laughs> his height, his harder. And now you transport me, and I stand before the citadel. This is a kingdom provided for my majesty. Nebuchadnezzar, this hour, the kingdom is departed from you. You become an animal. Don't confuse God with mammon. And you do that all the time when you worry about finances. Because worry will never rob you of your sorrow. It will sap you of your strength. Why can't you just rest in God and trust him? Don't worry about finances. Don't worry about future. Don't worry about fashion. The birds of the air. Those of you who believe in sowing and reaping. We do not know that it came as a result of the fall. The birds of the air. They don't join you in your seed, time, and harvest principle. Uh, hello okay I hope I can talk to you now I hope you can open your mind so I can come in and I can put this stuff in Hmm? the birds of the air they don't sow they don't reap they don't gather into barn your heavenly father feeds them are you more valued than birds are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin Yet none of them can fall to the ground except your father says so. Why don't you come and, and let it be settled in your spirit that nothing can happen to you except it's directed or permitted by God. And if he sends a test, there's a testimony coming out of it. Tell your neighbor, don't confuse gold with God or the gold head with God head. The fullness of the Godhead dwelleth bodily, my Lord. And we are complete in Him. Complete, complete, 
complete in him. We are complete in him. Complete, complete, complete in him. We are complete. There's nothing more to add. I'm complete in God. Number three. God gives wisdom and so does Satan. Don't confuse heavenly wisdom with demonic wisdom. That somebody is teaching on wisdom with parotid buggy does not mean that his wisdom is from heaven. James chapter number three James three thirteen to eighteen Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. If a man becomes a professor and he says, uh, and he's well known and he's well renowned, he says he's, he's only serving gods or forces, you know his wisdom is demonic. Don't even have to waste your time to listen to such. You might call that religious intolerance. That's your headache. It's your soul that I care about. Are you thinking of where you will spend eternity or you think everything ends here? Let's read. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. Look at the title, the heading of this portion of scripture. What does it say? Heavenly and demonic wisdom. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For we are envy and self-seeking exit, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that's from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Now, when men tap into demonic wisdom, it becomes the wisdom of men. And guess what? They can get results. So Paul began to encourage them not to allow their faith to stand in the wisdom of men. Because at the end, it will be counterproductive. First Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians 2. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech, of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus crucified, Christ crucified, and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much troubling. Why? You have read so much that you begin to reject truth. You have read Ginger Crusoe. Thomas Hall, 
John Locke, all the philosophers of the East. Am I speech? Am I preaching? Why not with persuasive words of human wisdom? Coneman died, Coneman Berium. But in demonstration of the spirit and power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age. Now the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. What's your end product? Nothing. The wisdom of this age coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God, the misery, the hidden. So that's why is a is is a connector to unsearchable riches. Hidden wisdom, hidden riches. We speak wisdom of God in mystery, the hidden wisdom with God ordained. Before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known, they would not have crucified. There are two sources of wisdom demonic wisdom and heavenly wisdom. One comes with peace, the other comes with restlessness. Number four, do not confuse the spirit of the world with the spirit that's from God. There's a spirit of the world, there's a wisdom of the age, there's a spirit of the world that is a spirit that comes from God. And guess what? It is that spirit from God that can show you heavenly things. Give me verse number 8. Let me read continually and you'll get to the difference between the spirit of the world and the spirit of God. Which none of the rulers of this age knew, for they known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, high has not seen, nor hear heard, nor entered into the heart of man. The things with God as prepared. They are unsearchable, but they are prepared. I said they are unsearchable, but they are prepared. Okay? <laughs> the things that God has prepared for those who? That shows you something. I'll come back to that later if I have the time. Uh, if, you, if you don't have the wisdom uh, of God to access this unsearchable true riches of Christ, you will love money. And once you love money, you cannot love God. That's why in Luke chapter 16, oh, okay, I'm jumping. Let me, let, I'll, I'll come back to Luke 16. Let me systematically deliver this. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we may know the things that have been freely given to us by God. 
Ko gban kan lowo mi o were lo ba mi se o igban kan lowo mi e ko gbowo ko gbo bi ko gban kan lowo mi o were lo ba mi se o igban kan the spirit of the world can give you money when the evil spirit of divination was cast out of that girl, a masters, Act 16, when they saw that the hope of their gain was gone, and yet it's the spirit of the world, the spirit of divination, not the spirit of God. In Acts 19, he said, You know we got our profit through this trade, but this fall had said anything that is made with hands is not God. So the temple, the artifacts, they are all about to be rubbish. There was crisis. They had to hire evil men from the marketplace in Acts 17 to create trouble. Why would there be evil men in the marketplace? Because godly men don't want to go there. <laughs> Why are there evil men in corridors of power? Because godly men don't want to go there. That's right. And then when, when they make useless laws, you are compelled to obey them. The spirit which is of the world must not be confused with the spirit who is from God. And this spirit who is from God is to show us the deep things of God. Is your access with boldness and confidence into the unsearchable riches of Christ. In Luke chapter 16, don't confuse true riches with unrighteous mammon. Don't confuse true riches with unrighteous mammon. Give me Luke 16, maybe verse 10. He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? You see, those guys that you're really driving their Lamborghini, is that what they call the car? Lam- Lamborghini uh, 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 contact. Huh? Lamborghini contagion. Is it disease? Or what is it? I don't know. It's not wrong to. to buy things uh, and your idols and because you do not understand your true identity except you express them through things it's not wrong it's not wrong for you to spend your money the way you like but you give account of every penny that passes through your hand good cars are not bad things jets are not bad things houses are not bad things but they're not comparable to the Holy Spirit. And whether you like it or not, you're going to leave them all here. Enjoy the usage for now until you can't enter them anymore. And then, I'll be sure I'll be sure Their deeds follow them. Let's read further. 
Therefore, if you have not been faithful in your righteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? No servant can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God. You go to work from 9 to 5. Sometimes you close at 10. You never complain. But when it's a service, three hours is too much. Don't confuse the love of God with the love of money. Those who love money, we use people. Those who love God, we use money. Next verse. Go on. Now the Pharisees who are lovers of money also heard all these things and they derided him. Look in the middle of column of your Bible. What does it mean to deride a person? They were doing their noses. Turn up their they turn up their noses. The Lord was speaking to them, challenging them and getting through into their hearts the love of money that is the root of all evils, which some coveted after pierced themselves with many sorrows and, and perdition and destruction, will let them just turn up their noses. But Deuteronomy chapter 4, now chapter 6, verse number 4. Deuteronomy 6, 4. Hear, O Israel. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. I love it in KJV. The Lord our God is one God. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. If you love the Lord your God with all your heart, there's nothing left there to love gold. Yes, all your soul and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. What shall be in your heart? The words of command. You shall teach them diligently to your children, shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. They will guide what you look at. They will guide what you lay your hands upon. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and your gates. Everybody knows who you are in the community. So it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which is what your fathers to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hey, hello. What is your own responsibility? Make sure the word of the command operates in your life, governs what you look at, governs where you go, governs what you do. And then when others are laboring to heap up and to gather, God will give to the one that is good in his sight what they are labored over. Read on. Read on. So it shall be when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which is what your fathers to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build. Houses full of all good things which you did not feed. Hewn out wells which you did not dig. Vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant. When you have eaten and are full, then beware lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. From the house of one. I can continue the comparison forever. Don't confuse the prosperity of the with the prosperity of God's servant or the righteous. Don't confuse them. They may live in the same neighborhood. They're not going through the same experiences. 
One is having dreams from heaven, the other is having nightmares at night. <laughs> Do you understand I me? Mean, that's why they drink into stupor. And they, they have uh, uh, tablets around them, they take Magadon 2, Valium 4. It gives his beloved sleep. Their sleep is gone. Can sleep. And then they die. And somebody will lie to them and put it officially in the newspaper, rest in peace. And yeah. Go and ask the rich man. He opened his eyes in torment in hell immediately for to be absent from the body. Except you understand these things, you will call a goat to your uncle because of barbecue. You will see what they have and you will run after them wanting to join their club and their clique. May God open your eyes to see through. Like Daniel to say, keep your gold to yourself. Your money perishes with you. And give your gift to another. Yet I will read it because you are about to be removed. He said it will be number three. What number did Daniel become when he was removed? Promotion does not come from the east, does not come from the west, does not come from the south. It comes from God. He raises one up and he pulls one down. Are you ready for unsearchable riches of Christ? The Bible says they are unsearchable for one reason, because they are past finding out. You can't get them on Discovery Channel. Sorry to disturb you and to, 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 to disappoint you. You can go to all the Harvard courses, do all the MBA online, in line, in school, institute, offline, oh, it's the opposite of online. Offline, online. You can't get to them. If the professors who are teaching you those things have them, they will not be as poor as they are. Their marriages will not be miserable. Their children will not be on drugs. They are unsearchable because they are past finding out. Give me Romans eleven thirty-three. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, our unsearchable eyes, judgments, and his ways past finding out. <laughs> what is past finding out, you can find. Except you are wired up to Christ. The owner of the resources, and he begins to reveal them to you. That's why Paul prayed in Ephesians 3.14, that Christ might dwell in you by faith, that you may know the height, the depth, the length, and the breadth of Christ's love, which passes knowledge, that you will know what passes knowledge, that you will know what passes knowledge. Do you understand that? That when you know what passes knowledge, knowledgeable men will bow to you. Because their knowledge can't pick it. They don't know what influences and informs your confidence. Why you talk the way you talk? They will think you are rude and arrogant, but you are just being you. Give your God to another. I wish you read further. He said, Nebuchadnezzar, your father, bye-bye. <laughs> Well, read chapter 5. Well, uh, 
Okay. What then are the unsearchable riches of Christ? Are you ready for them? There are seven of them. Seven is God's perfect number. I will mention them today and close and come back and give you the application one by one. And when you understand how to apply them, then I can take you to the seven biblical pillars of world creation. You, you can't afford to die poor. Like that! You must die in full age, full of riches. That the next generation will just have to add to what you have provided. In Jesus' mighty name. Are you ready for them? Number one, the riches of his wisdom. The riches of his wisdom. And if you discountenance that, then you do not know how Solomon became rich. <laughs> you don't understand it. You don't. If you don't understand the, the riches of God's wisdom, then you don't know what he gave to Solomon. That all the kings of the earth brought gold and silver to him, and he was rich more than they all, because they came to hear his wisdom. Number two, the riches of his knowledge. One that is in you, your creativity and witty inventions. Those things don't just drop on people's head at night. It's because you have an active impartation of the riches of his knowledge. You'll be a solution provider. I'll come back and give you chapter and verse and scripture and how you can access them. Number three, the riches of his understanding. The riches of his understanding. Everything I say is in the Bible. But it takes kings to search matters out. The riches of his understanding. You see and writing on the wall. It's written in simple Cardian language. It is their language that is written in. It's the language of their commas. Mene, mene. It's, it's Naira and Kobo. When there's no understanding, you have diarrhea. The riches of understanding will help you interpret dreams, enigmas. You become an enigma in the conundrum of flesh. They look at you and say, there's something about this guy. I was flying from Dubai into Lagos on, on Thursday. And I was preparing uh, for one of the messages. I can't recall which one now. And from takeoff to we almost we landed, they were food, food, I said, when I finish, the, the, the guy eventually, about 45 minutes into landing, they brought my food to eat, he said, sir, who are you? I said, where do you live? He said, my name is Sunday Bakari. 
I live in Lagos, in London, in America. I live where I choose. He said, what do you do? I said, I'm a nation builder, and I raise leaders. He said, can I have your card? I said, I don't carry card. I can give you my WhatsApp number. I don't carry invitation card. He said, I've been looking at you with that computer since morning. You are just typing. What are you looking at that you are typing? I said, it's coming from my spirit. Say with me, there's a spirit in man. The inspiration of God gives him understanding. The riches of his wisdom, the riches of his knowledge, the riches of his understanding. You have three, you need more? Yes, I wait till next Sunday. Number four, the riches of his goodness. The Bible says the whole earth is full of his goodness. All you see is crisis. Because you're not wired up. When I sign and prayer things to my friends, I said, blessings of his goodness. But they don't know where that is in the Bible and they don't care to look for it and to understand what it means. You say, is this the unsearchable riches of Christ? Without the blessing of his goodness, you can never repent. You talk about conviction of the spirit is because of the goodness of the Lord that you repent. Give me Romans chapter 2. Let me read from verse 1. Therefore you are inexcusable, O man, wherever you are, who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you will judge practice the same things. But we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice all things. And do you think this old man who, you, who judged those practicing all things and doing the same that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to? Repentance. Hello. <laughs> when your heart is troubling you and you are going to God in prayer, you are enjoying his goodness. There are those whose hearts are seared. The red hot iron. Their conscience is seared. They cannot repent anymore. It's too late. <clears throat> Do you know this may, may enter into 2019? I think I, think I should leave it till then. Uh, and spend seven days with you. It's time for us to operate and, and to transmit at the same frequency. Yeah. I must come. You must understand me. I must understand you. If I need to break your head to make it happen. The blessings of God's wisdom. The blessings of God's knowledge. The blessings of God's understanding. And the blessings of God's goodness. When the blessings of God's goodness come into your life. It beckons to the blessings. I mean to the riches. I beg your pardon. The riches of his mercy. The riches of his mercy. Because you now see your situation. And you are scared. You need help. You are struggling. Uh, consequences are on the way. Condemnation and guilt will bombard you. But here comes the riches of his mercy. God who is rich in mercy. Will flood your heart with peace. Amen. Do you understand me? The riches of his mercy. Uh, give me Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, see who you are and who I was. 
And you he made alive who are dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the cause of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now walks in the sense of disobedience. Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the laws of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Do you see it? Say with me, the, bless, the riches of his wisdom. The riches of his wisdom. The riches of his knowledge. The riches of his understanding. The riches of his goodness. The riches of his mercy. And guess what mercy will do? Mercy can't go anywhere alone. Mercy takes away from you what you deserve, but grace comes in to give you what you don't deserve. The riches of his grace. The riches of his grace. Amazing grace. How good a sound that saved a wretch like me. But you see, it's more than that. You just talk about grace for salvation. It saves you from all things. There's all grace for sufficiency. That you always, having all sufficiency in all things, will abound to every good work. There's grace for wealth. Do you understand me? Is poured lavishly into my life, and I'm grateful to God for it. Receive same in Jesus' mighty name. If you do it by grace, it's no longer by struggle. You're not trying to prove a point to any person. What others are looking for will be looking for you. Well, here's a little problem. Grace cannot walk alone just as wisdom and riches are not separable. God said, Solomon, you ask for wisdom. You do not ask for the life of your enemy. You do not ask me for riches. But I can't stop it. Because wisdom, go and read chapter 3. Read chapter 8 of the, of the book of Proverbs. They, they, these things just work together. So if mercy steps in, grace follows. When grace follows... The riches of his glory shows up. <laughs> the riches of his glory. And guess what? The last two, because of time, I'll come back and, and give you chapter and verse of everyone. And you two go and sit down today to begin to study. Must come to an end. Amen. See, the riches of his glory meet your need. The riches of his grace enable you to meet the need of others. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. But these are the tangibility of the riches. Of Christ. I've searched them out for years. I've been operating in them. I master them. So I don't panic. 
Untunjo kaloka njeo Ibitokawa ni mkotoka majema wabao You can't take my garden away from me It's full of joy Full of gladness Voice of melody And thanksgiving My garden is loaded And you will find out yours In the name of Jesus Oh, I wish I can lead you in some prayers today. Uh, stand to your feet. Let's start rehearsing. Even if you're a pretender, a pretending millionaire, <laughs> let's start rehearsing. Let's start trusting God. I want you to pray with me loud and clear. The next time you hear this message, you'll be all over the world. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say with me, by the riches of God's wisdom, operating in my life, the sons of strangers shall build my worlds, and the kings of the earth shall minister to me. The kings shall be foster fathers to my offsprings and the queens of the world shall be their nursing mothers by the riches of God's knowledge witty inventions are mine and so is creativity and innovation my offspring shall fill the earth with inventions and creative earth that we command the resources of the nations by the riches of God's understanding the spirit of excellence is in operation in my life I understand mysteries I am a carrier visionary and can understand and interpret dreams by the riches of God's understanding I can solve riddles and explain enigmas I'm indeed an enigma in a conundrum of flesh by the riches of God's understanding the fruit of genuine repentance are evident in my life and the blessings of God's goodness are upon me and mine and by the riches of God's mercy my conscience is clear I am righteousness conscious my sins are forgiven so want lack and shortage are not found in my environment those who bless me receive the mercy of the Lord like the household of Anasiphorus who often refresh Paul while in prison finally by the riches of his glory all my needs are met and by the riches of his grace I'm empowered to always have all sufficiency in all things that I may have an abundance for every good work and meet other people's needs as God multiplied the seed that I sow and increase the fruit of my righteousness in closing today would you permit me to pray one Yoruba prayer and sing one Yoruba song all I've said is in English and it's for your benefit but this one is a Yoruba prayer and a Yoruba song because when I sing this song all the time you don't know why I sing it and you don't know why I dance you just follow but you will, you will get revelation today 
can you give me just a few more minutes to explain the song and the prayer? If you don't speak Yoruba, your neighbor will have to interpret you. Uh-huh. Romans chapter 5, verse number 17. Romans 5, 17. <laughs> I can hear this song booming in the spirit. Romans 5, 17. For if by the one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, we reign in life. Through the one, tell your neighbor, I'm going to reign in this life. Through Jesus Christ, I'm reigning in this life. Revelation chapter 1, verse number 4. This is one of Mama's best books when she was alive. She had the Yoruba tape. She was slotted and be listening to it. I said, Mama, why? He said, the Bible says, according to this book, that those who read and those who hear will be blessed. Since I cannot read and I can hear, that's why I'm listening to it all the time. <laughs> John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is, who was, and who is to come. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. And has made us. I can't hear you. I cannot hear you. And he has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion. If you are going to reign on this earth by Christ Jesus, then you must be a king. Is that clear? Now, if you follow the way of wisdom, if you follow just through the riches of his, if you follow the way of wisdom, then you will be a king with crown. You will not be a king without a crown. Proverbs chapter 4. It's okay to be a king, but if there's no crown on your head, anybody can knock it. (laughs) But when you wear a crown, they can't even get there to knock your head. Proverbs 4, 5. I'll read up to verse 9. Get, read with me. Ready, read. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Can you see them working together? What will happen? Exalt her, exalt wisdom. She will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace and a crown of glory she will deliver to you. My Yoruba prayer for you is simple. Don't make me a king without a crown. Don't make me a king without a crown. Let the crown of glory be upon my head. Crown of glory, people, are you hearing me? 
I can hear you, crown of glory. Somebody praise the Lord. A crown of glory she will place on your head. Wow. You say, I said, God, don't make me a king without a crown. Look at 2 Samuel chapter 12. 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 36. No, verse 21. 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel 12, verse number 26. 2 Samuel 12, 26. You are going to pray this prayer when nobody's with you. Do you understand me? Because that crown of glory must come upon your head. People must stop treating you like garbage. Now Joab fought against Rabbah, the people of Ammon, and took the royal city. And Joab sent messengers to David and said, I've fought against Rabbah and I've taken the city's water supply. Now therefore gather the rest of the people together and encamp against the city and take it, lest I take the city and be called after my name. So David gathered all the people together and went to Rabbah, fought against it, and took it. Then he took their king's crown from his head. His weight was a talent of gold with precious stones. And it was set on David's head. Also he brought out the spoil of the city in great abundance. Make me a king without a crown. Make me a king without a crown. Make me a king without a crown. In Jesus' mighty name. Now here is a foundation for the prayer and for the sermon. The crown of the wise is called what? The crown of glory. I can't hear you. The crown of glory. I cannot hear you. What does that crown mean? Proverbs 14.24. So when I sing my song and I dance, I want you to know what I'm dancing to. Proverbs 14.24. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. What is the crown of the wise? They are riches. So when I sing, Ajoba, Adadeo, Ajoba, Adadeo, Enishebago, Enisheleya, Ajoba, Adadeo, Ajoba, Adadeo, Ajoba, Adadeo, Enishebago, Hey, 
Shelaya Ajoba 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 Ada Ajoba Ajoba Ada song makes sense to you now I know you have been dancing it with me you are just dancing but now you must lay hold of your crown the crown of the wise the riches do you understand me me to Egbaland is an Egba song. They don't just stand like that. You, 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 you show. Ajoba, Adade, whoo! Ajoba, Adade, oh! Enishekbabo, Enishelaya, Ajoba, for my father's house and show the care compound and let them show you the cenotaph that was erected there to mark the first place the Christian message was preached in Nigeria. As the Lord lives, the Lord, the word will not take away your crown. Amen. David took the, the crown away full of precious stones, stripped him of his crown, placed it upon his own head. Houses you have not built, wells you have not dug, 
Many years you have not planted. Because you are good in the sight of the Lord. He will give you wisdom. And it will cause what others have traveled over to be transferred to you. That's not laziness. That's accurate positioning. Because if you are lazy, you cannot maintain it. Was Adam lazy in the garden? And yet all things were provided for him. And his blunder, he ate the one that belonged. And that was preserved only for God. Lord, receive from my hands today. Thank you for forgiving our sins. Thank you for the riches of your wisdom. The riches of your understanding. The riches of your knowledge. The riches of your goodness. The riches of your mercy. The riches of your grace. And the riches of your glory. They are combined to give us access to the unsearchable riches of Christ. And we will enjoy, obtain, and maintain them. And transmit to others. In Jesus name. Amen. You may be seated in his presence. Did I make any sense to you today? Give the Lord all the glory and all the praise. All the adoration. By God's grace I will come back. We will locate each one. And you begin to appropriate them. One after the other. Seven devils were cast out of Mary so that seven other things can come in. And these things will become your portion. In Jesus' name. Who says you cannot own your own bank? Who said that to you? Huh? Who says you cannot be majority shareholder in all the, uh, the networks and the blue chip? Whether it's blue chip or brown chip or white chip. Just go and prosper. So, Jesus mighty name. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's word. I pray that the word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.